RadioInfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here's your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Dignitary Cannabis Podcast. I have my main man with me, uh, Mr. Spencer. What's up, Doc? Hey, what's going on? How's your week so far? It's great. It's going good. Being productive. Yeah. Getting after it. Get some cannabis in there? Oh, of course. Okay. On the daily. On the daily, okay. <laughs> wake wake up and, and start start again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Understandable. Yeah, every three hours. Okay. Is that a, that's like a, like a diet almost. Kind of, yeah. Okay. I, I space it out um, kind of like a meal plan. Okay. Yeah. So you're literally dosing as you're going throughout the day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh. I try to get it. Uh, it's hard to really gauge like an exact dosage. Sure. Unless you have, like there's good products out there that are uh, like disposable pens that mm-hmm. kind of administer a specific dose. Sure. So, you know, by yourself with inhalation and with like other methods like that, you kind of got to like gauge it best you can. Sure. But uh, yeah, every three hours. Okay. See, I'm not much of a pen guy. I'm mm-hmm. more of a roll guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do the white papers. Um so my dose is going to be a little bit different, but I'm not a three, every three-hour guy. I'm kind of a, I don't know, I'm more of a habitual going to do this and I normally smoke guy. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if I'm heading to a restaurant or, um, like, I, the thing is I, I work during the day. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I got to keep my mind pretty straight to where I'm on, on air. I mm-hmm. can I can live on air, yeah, yeah. feeling it. But there's a lot of recollection and, you know, there's a lot of stuff. The one thing that's not great with cannabis, and I, mm-hmm. nobody tell me it is, is your memory. Your memory, yeah. No, your memory, okay? You forget stuff. And when you're on the radio, you kind of have to remember stuff, like I, names. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Names. Yeah, names. I'm, I'm right there with you on yeah. names. But um, I guess for me, it's more so the way that I look at it, it's like you got so much creativity going mm, on yeah. that you can't calm your brain down. Correct. So yes. that's where the fog comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't attribute it to it being like just a dumbed down feeling sure, yeah, where yeah. you forget stuff. I think it's just because your mind's going. No, so sometimes you can't reel it all. Sure, and I understand how people think that marijuana makes you lazy, and I because mm-hmm. you you can succumb to anything, yeah. but obviously you got to fight through everything. Mindset. Now that's a mindset, like <laughs> like everything in the world. Yeah. So we we get exposed to a lot of really cool people in this in- industry, and uh, uh, I was exposed to a young man and his father. I'm not going to bring up their names; they're very uh, relevant business people in this area, and they kind of got me hip to a product and. The timing was amazing because I brought. I told you about meeting them, and the, it was drip. Drip is a certain um, pen that they sell. Mm-hmm. It's Delta Eight THC. So I'm new to this game. I'd never heard of it before. They're explaining to me that it's extracted through hemp and not marijuana, and the whole nine yards. But that's really not important to me. Okay, mm-hmm. to me, it's if it works. Okay, so they gave me this, you know, beautiful pen. First of all, I made the best looking pen I've ever seen. Yeah, and I hit it while we're doing a little meeting, and two minutes later, I was like, man, I can really feel this. Oh yeah. Now Delta Eight, whatever the hell it is, works. Uh, I met with them. They got me all hyped about Delta 8 and how I want to get involved with the Dignitary Cafe. And the next day, some legislation went down and actually met, put them in Category 1. Now, yeah. what is your exposure to Delta 8? So I tried the the drip uh, tincture mm-hmm. and the pen, too. But um, the tincture, really, yeah. I, I felt it. <laughs> I, t- I took it before bed, yeah. and for sure, it hit me like a heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. A heavy indica. So it definitely works. Um, the Delta 8, from what I know, it's it's kind of like a loophole, um, you know, 
for sure. THC. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a legal way to get like a high. Yeah. Um. So you know them coming down on it doesn't surprise me. Uh, this industry is ever changing, mm-hmm. so it's hard to really trust what people are saying because sure. you know it's this stuff is moving all the time. Yeah. So um, you know it doesn't surprise me at all. No, the funny part is I met them. No, no, I met their salesperson mm-hmm. that I talked to you. Okay. And then you were like, you better watch out. That's going to be regulated. Yep. Then I had dinner with them, and they assured me that it can't be touched. And mm-hmm. then the next morning, they want to make it a Schedule 1. And by the way, Schedule 1 drugs, which marijuana are part of, you ever read what Schedule 1 drugs are? Here's, listen to Schedule 1 drugs. Tell me what doesn't belong in this list. <laughs> Heroin, LSD, meth, methadone, ecstasy, and peyote, and marijuana. I mean, come on, come yeah. on. So they want to put Delta 8 along with those drugs, which me, I mean, for marijuana to be with heroin. Yeah, it's a little. It's, it's a, a little, little bit silly now. It's 2020. Yeah. There's not a lot of good stories about here. People saying, hey, man, I went to my buddy's house, did some heroin, and we had a great time. Yeah. Never heard no. that one time. But, you know, I and when I met with these guys, I said to them, I kept on saying, aren't you scared? If there's something that gets you high and you can't, can't test positive for it, mm-hmm. and there's no regulations. Aren't you sc- asked them 10 times? They're like, no, they can't touch it. Well, yeah. you were right. They were they were wrong. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I really don't like the move of coming out with Delta 8 because mm-hmm. it's hard enough to, to navigate this industry as it is. So, like, when you start trying to find a loophole and you start really trying to um, – you know, find a product to get around that gets you high. You know what I mean? That's that's somewhat on the legal side. You know, you're kind of flirting with with danger in that sense, and it doesn't make it easier for any of the rest of us. Mm-hmm. They're trying to promote CBD products and Correct, do, it, yeah. do it the legit way. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just it's creating a lot of you know. It's clouding it up. It exactly. It's it, it, it up. doesn't need. It, you don't need to do that. Like it's you know it needs to be regulated. Sure. You know we need to get a, a, a fine tuned grip on um all the the products, the regulations. Mm-hmm. You know all the rules and. You know, get this going the good way. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. And we're, we're trying to be advocates of what's right mm-hmm. uh, with cannabis. And like this, it's not like Delta 8 is wrong. It's just new. Exactly. It's new and they're learning about it. Yeah. And I don't have a feeling it's not going to go away. Okay. So mm-hmm. we'll definitely be uh, checking out. Uh, I'm a fan. Delta 8. Yeah, I'm for a fan too. It works. That's for, <laughs> for sure. What it's worth. Now, we've talked privately before, and this is mm-hmm. a cannabis uh, show, podcast, and we basically are doing a lot of cannabis, but looking up in my notes, um, mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms yeah. pops up often. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've dabbled. When I mean dabbled, I mean I was at Daytona while I was drinking and smoking and dabbled a little bit. I don't know what it did. It just yeah. kind of threw a little extra gasoline on the fire. Like I, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to tell what it did. You it know, just got so you feeling good. That's, but I was feeling good. Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. uh, very, very good. Yeah. Um, but I've never really sat down and experienced it. To me, it seems to be the progression from marijuana. Like everybody talks about marijuana being a gateway. I mm-hmm. never heard anybody say, oh, I love weed. Let me go try cocaine. Never heard that. Yeah. Like this seems to be the progression. Then it's the next step. Now you've indulged. I've talked to you about microdosing and stuff like that. What are, mm-hmm. What's your experience with, with mushrooms? I'm a huge advocate for, for mushrooms and psilocybin mm-hmm. and, and psychedelics in a controlled manner, in a controlled dose. You know, um, I'm not a fan of, of anybody, you know, overdoing it and doing too much, um, you know, but as far as like microdosing goes Mm -hmm. and like, you know, doing it the right, right way, doing it with mindfulness. Um, it's, it's had a huge impact on my life, um, changed my life, um, for, for the better, I believe. Um, and you know, 
I like to indulge and and utilize any type of mushrooms or psilocybin um, anytime I kind of need like a reset. You okay. know, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. You sure. know, I'm I'm going through a lot, and I gotta I gotta navigate these uh, these worlds alone. A lot of times, it's a very lonely world uh, for entrepreneurs. <laughs> it can be. I, it can be for sure. So, um, you know, when you're going through the ups and downs, it helps to, uh, you know, have that that reset. And and anytime like I've taken, you know, mushrooms, it's always made me feel so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if for instance, if I was going through, you know, some hard anxiety that day, and I had that knot in my chest, you know, having a little bit of mushrooms, you know, a good dosage will mm-hmm. kind of let that just sit. You know what I mean? And, and dissipate and I feel light and I feel great. Um, and that, you know, should take some noticing, you know? Well, yeah. Well, if you think about what you just said, uh, you can take mushrooms in lieu of a lot of different drugs, okay, right. uh, that are killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, this congressman is raising money to legalize psychedelic mushroom therapy. And, um, you know, basically he's saying there are purposes for it. For what you said, the mm-hmm. there certainly are. Um, and like everything else in this world, like marijuana, like aspirin like advil it's about dosage and right. doing things the right way and uh what happens is a lot of us have a personality okay uh i have a personality to where if you say take one i usually take four that's <laughs> that's my personality it's not yeah. i don't know if it's a personality more than it's a lifestyle or mm-hmm. a mentality i don't know what it is but you know if you take something it makes you feel a little bit good mm-hmm then you're going to be tempted to take a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So mm-hmm. just like everything else in the world, it's about regulating yourself for sure and saving yourself from yourself. Yeah, you got to get you your know? mind right when, when you're when you're doing this this type of stuff, and you got to pra- practice it, practice the the lifestyle um, in in a controlled manner and, and smart. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't don't overdo it. They always say with, with cannabis and, and and anything, start low mm-hmm. and go slow. It makes sense. You know what I mean? So like, kind of creep into it. Um, you know, and and be safe, be smart. Absolutely. And uh, you always tell me that you if you do uh, indulge in some mushrooms, that you'd probably be outside. It's better. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I've done them inside too. It's just uh, it's better to kind of be outside, be in nature. Um, you know, kind of experience uh, mm-hmm. all the senses, feel the wind, feel the water. If you're Makes outside, sense. the sun, the vitamin D, like yeah. it, all of that, just it makes you feel overall good. Go kayaking or something like that. Oh, so yeah. That like Go on the boat or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, sports and cannabis uh, are synonymous. Uh mm-hmm. When you hear later on, you find out that a lot of athletes smoke weed, okay? Right. And this is why, everybody. Um being an athlete, and I did not smoke it at the time because, you know, they, we have drug tests and so on. But as an athlete, um, you know, you drink a lot of alcohol to numb yourself. And there's obviously uh, a lot of negatives to alcohol, okay? Lots, long, long lists. If you're a bodybuilder or if you're Michael Phelps and you're a swimmer and you're trying to get yourself in shape and you, to, to, to loosen yourself up, you, you, you smoke a blunt at night, you wake up in the morning and you don't have the negative things that alcohol has you don't gain the weight you don't have the calories a lot of different things are involved that so to me um you know marijuana and sports go together and they actually had a study talking about you know doing um, uh, indulging in marijuana after work isn't counterproductive to the rest of your day which to me i don't even know if you need a study for that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like for people who have drank and you drink, you drink. Oh, of course. And I, I smoke and I do both. Yeah. When you do both, sometimes you wake up, you don't like yourself. But <laughs> if you do one or the other, Spins. that's not close. Mm-hmm. If you drink to excess, mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning, you feel like shit. 
Yep. If you smoke to excess, which is hard to do to begin with, mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning and it's just another morning. Right. So what they're saying is weed isn't counterproductive. And I could have wrote that study without being a doctor. Oh, yeah. You know what you I mean? You got to experience it. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. everybody out there, uh, and I have a good friend that likes to say in the morning, you know, I feel so good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're not hungover. And mm-hmm. all that stuff ain't good for you. Now, as far as sports go, I'm going to quiz you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what sports do you think um, are most associated with marijuana? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say hockey. Okay. Uh Baseball. Okay. We'll give you one more. Uh, football. Okay. Well, yeah. you're absolutely wrong. The, <laughs> the least cannabis-friendly sports yeah. for fans. I should have said for fans. Oh, okay. For yeah, fans. you got to specify. Yeah. So, yeah. so my like where I was going yeah. with that is you got a lot of teams in Canada. Yeah. And it's legal in Canada. Okay. And then I was thinking the same if thing. If you're thinking baseball. athlete, you might be 100% right. Okay. <laughs> all football players and basketball players yeah. and probably hockey players too smoke. Yeah. We're talking about fan-wise. Okay. So fan-wise... Um, this makes sense. Esports. Oh, e-sports. okay. <laughs> you know I like I mean? where you're going. Esports. So yeah. esports, UFC, and racing uh, are the most likely to use marijuana and CBD. And according to the survey, the least cannabis-friendly sports for fans mm-hmm. are baseball, golf, and football. Why? Really? I wouldn't know. Golf, I get. Yeah. Do you feel like it's maybe more conservative? That's what I think. Th- that's those it. fans, that's yeah. Like if if you're looking at the overall demographic yeah. mm-hmm. of those specific sports, sure. like there might be more conservative fans than there's no doubt. Than the, like UFC doesn't seem like you have too many conservative fans no, on that you end. Can't. Yeah, you, you can't. And then esports, come on, that's a very that's new a, millennial type young of young kids. Exactly. Weed. Exactly. And to be honest with you, a football fan. If you say what's the average football fan, you can't do that. Exactly. It's so broad. It's very broad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you could probably football might be the last set of most studies because it's just there's there's seven year old female football fans, right? You know, and there's eighty year old football fans. Football fans are just football fans, exactly. Yeah. So uh, listen, football's actually right around the corner. I'm getting excited. Uh, this is the first year the NFL loosened up a little bit on their marijuana laws. They 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 loosened up on it big time. Yeah, they don't uh, fine you and I suspend you. you. I think you could get busted. You could get pop four or five times or something before they even slap you on the wrist. Yeah. yeah so yeah. which is good. Which is good. Okay. Yeah. Because you know we had Warren Sasson here the other day, and we had a nice interview with Warren talking about cannabis, and we'll let you know when that comes out. But um, one of the things was. You know, he used cannabis while he played for anti-inflammatories and for, you know, pain relief and stuff like that. And obviously it's a lot better than the freaking pills that are going on out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about pills. And uh, coming up here real soon, uh, we're going to be selling some gear as well on uh, DignitaryStyle.com. And uh, it's going to be about the movement and getting the world word out there, plants over pills, yeah. kill the stigma, and the mm-hmm. whole nine yards. So we're doing some video stuff, and um, we actually shot one already, uh, us going to, uh, what's, what's the name of your, your spot at the St. Pete? The center at, at St. Pete Beach, yeah, yeah. Dr. Doctor Ikaza. Yeah, you did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I applied for my uh, med- medical marijuana card. You tried to renew yours. Yep. So we uh, hopefully will get the... Uh, that stuff coming in here real soon, and the video will be out soon as well. So if anybody wants to get in contact with you, how do they get you? Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, at Suspense Fitness, S-U-S-P-E-N-C-E Fitness. And myself, it's uh, at Ian Beckles on Instagram mostly, and uh, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Have a wonderful week, sir. Likewise. Smoke something delicious. And everybody out there, you do the same, and be safe. Peace out.
For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is an In the Trenches with Ian Beckles quick fix on Radio Influence. Cap is on us. Uh, I I hear all these different, you know, narratives that go on in, in social media and also in the in the media itself since I, I partake in both. You know, some of the things that, that are said are funny to me. Um, you know, I heard people saying that, oh, Tom Brady has great arm strength and his arms is almost as good as Jameis Winston's. This is the long and short of it, people. You know, if there's, you know, every team is playing one weekend, all right, Maybe two quarterbacks have exceptional arms, okay, and strength. Maybe two of them have maybe not enough arm strength or don't measure up to everybody else. All the others are about the same. There's, there's, everybody's about the same. Every quarterback out there can just about make every single throw in the book. Every quarterback. And I said this before. Most college quarterbacks can make every throw in the book. A lot of high school quarterbacks can make every throw in a book. Knowing when to throw it is way more important than being able to throw it. And that's the difference between Tom Brady and a Jameis Winston. In the Trenches with Ian Beckles can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.